Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Riverdinks. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Allie. And I'm Bella. And Bella, can we get that famous theme song, please? Uh, Riverdinks. <gasps> Riverdinks. Riverdinks. I just spotted a little dog. Hold on. Wow. Hi, sweetie. So oh, she's looking at you with such love. Oh, she's so good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, down this is great podcast. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get down to business. So last week we had some technical difficulties, and we started the episode three or four times, and it kept cutting off. It was off. gold. It Every was really time. good. Some of the best like content we've ever produced. I would lost say. time. Truly, it's really sad. But you know, say lobby. Um, I guess Jay yeah. should, in the interest of filling in the listeners, last time we were trying to kind of give a pretty solemn yeah. announcement that yeah, was. Give, we have to give it all over again. Do I think we? Or maybe the announcement's to. gone. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe seeing as Allie's gone to the bathroom, I think. Um, <laughs> Or she went to get something, but I just heard the bathroom door close. I think she lied. She's not going to know this is in the podcast. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, well, I guess we can tell the viewers anyways that River Riverdale will be ending. I'm not even pretending right now. I'm like, I'm sad. Riverdale will be ending in this fall with the final season season seven and like jesus wept it was really it was a hard day for everybody i took a day off work i called in sick i lied i told oh no no i can't put that on the internet and eh, they're not gonna ever hear it i said i'm very sick and i can't come to work and i was sick that wasn't a lie actually i was sick in the heart anyways the good news is we're going to squeeze every last drop of delicious Riverdale juice we can get before it ends. We were just re-giving the announcement all over again. But the good news is, following our very somber news, we had two phenomenal episodes. Good ones, yeah. Stream good ones. Stream good ones. We, by um, it came out in September. What day? I think the third. <laughs> I use that as a password, but not, it's an old password now, but I'll use like the date of something. So that's why I know. So whatever. I, nobody listens to this podcast, so it's old passwords. So your social security number, if you believe it. If you believe no one's listening. Freaking hilarious. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's. Okay. So. First, we're, we're going to do this descriptions, the synopses of both episodes, and then we're just going to talk about all of them. So, the first episode was season six, episode 15, titled Chapter 110, Things That Go Bump in the Night. It was written by... I lost my spot. It was written by Gigi Swift and Ryan Terrabone, or Terrabone, perhaps, and directed by Gabriel Correa, and it originally aired on May 22nd, 2022. And what happens is 
Heather and Cheryl are catching up. Sparks are flying, kind of. Um, Tabitha's back. She did not succeed in her mission to make Pops a historical landmark. Her request was denied. Um, See, this is the problem with reading my notes a week later, and I don't immediately remember what I meant because I wrote down Jillian Anderson. I'm sure it had to do with that Agent Drake is named after Jillian Anderson because of her X-Files-esque career. But I did, that was the whole note. (laughs) Um, Barchi are moving in together. I remember why I wrote it down. It was because it was the extreme whiplash between Betty Sparks flying with Agent Drake, and then immediately she's going to move in with Archie. Um, the custody battle goes on. The grand plan that Archie and the gang have come up with is that they're going to move Pops so that Percival can't take claim on the land that Pops is on and therefore destroy it, building his railroad through it. They're going to move the entire building. They're going to disassemble it and rebuild it somewhere else. Veronica wants Jughead to be a magician to help the casino. Um, Betty goes to see dagwood and note juniper and dagwood notice that dagwood has a threatening aura around him while he's holding a little cat and so she gets very nervous uh but she gets her bestie dr pearl jr to conduct a test on the twins and test to see if they have the maoa gene aka the serial killer gene as we all know uh percival and uncle frank right I don't know what you're about to say. Is that his name? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, his name I is Uncle Frank. Okay, because I wrote down Hank, so I was just <laughs> making sure. Percival <laughs> and Hank offer non-union jobs to the railroad work or to work on the railroad. Um, he offers those to the construction workers, Andrews Construction, who are disassembling pops. I forgot to mention that. Um, and Fang's spineless caves immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um Pepper, stop. Sorry, our cat is tearing her shit. She's so mad. She doesn't like her now. She's the, she's no one. Every day she's on Twitter. She says hashtag. Pepper, fuck you for real. I'm not kidding. Do not eat that little piece of popcorn that I can see you looking at it. Is that popcorn? She's freaking out. Sorry. Anyways, Fang's spineless. He agrees. Foresight the fantastic. Jughead's wonderful act at the casino in which he reads people's minds and they are amazed. Um, in the they are dangerous construction has disassembled most of Pops, but when they go back in the morning, it is completely back the exact same way it was. And also one of the workers gets electrocuted on the jukebox. They following the test on the twins, they find out that Juniper has the serial killer gene and not Dagwood, even though Dagwood's the one that had the threatening aura. Weird. Reggie blackmails Veronica into getting a cut of the money they're making from the magic act. And he blackmails her by saying, I know that you put a hit out on your father, which is pretty good. Um, Veronica wants Jughead to see if she can, if he can wipe Reggie's mind of that piece of blackmail information. And he's like, I'll see what I can do. Pops has ghosts in it. And Archie pays with a chime card while he's there. But all, or no, that's <laughs> elsewhere. But he, it's right in the middle of my notes. Ar- here's my chime card. Um, but Pops has ghosts in it. Uh, Cheryl and Heather are going to banish the ghosts from Pops, is their plan. And they learn from the ghosts that they have been the ones stopping Pops from moving because 
they she's freaking out sorry she's hitting the table can we help you um they're the ones that's been trying to stop pops from being disassembled because they because they can't leave i don't remember why what's important is that percival's building the ghost train train. percival's building the ghost train and that worries them and they the it worries worries. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the folks tell the ghosts they're like well if we can move pops then we can stop him from building the ghost train and they're like okay now she's going after the wire i'm so sorry that her cat is so freaking crazy um and so the ghost train's happening worst this is my worst synopsis ever um it was, <laughs> it, was it was so long ago like you're doing so it was great. so long ago alice tells betty that she's a bad person and she hopes she's never a mother so she never has to experience the things that she did because, while doing so she has an aura around her because betty gets juniper and dagwood taken away from alice that's and so she bursts critical. in really angry and she's like fuck you like you are a bad person they were just chilling in this episode and they did have that conversation that's a really good point um well they weren't really chilling i guess Uh, (laughs) we'll get to that heather is going to teach cheryl her witch knowledge jughead clears the blackmail from reggie's memory successfully and he looks cunty while doing so (laughs) frank has an aura around him while he's claiming to be helping the construction team move pops but betty sees the aura tells archie archie's like i know you were going to drive this truck of of materials off of a bridge or something and frank was going to do that anyways they decide to rebuild pops at the el royale and they do it and the ghosts are happy and tony proposes to fangs for so that she can have they can have a custody advantage in the battle um, and then Betty looks in the mirror and she sees an aura around herself. Dun, 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 dun. Um, next episode. I know I it didn't come up this time, right? It didn't come up. Um, Jay, next I episode. feel like, can we pause for just a second? I feel like maybe it would make sense to try and talk about yeah. this yeah. episode. Because right. that was a lot. We can whip through uh, it a little. Fuck Uncle Frank. Fuck Uncle, Uncle Hank. So Uncle Frank, how are going to forgive anyone anyone like how are they ever gonna forgive it's like i mean betty does have like unconditional love for the mother it's always gonna be there for her that's different then like loser one kidney kevin <laughs> then why when are they ever gonna let him yeah, back I'm into their circle true. i know but like he, kevin's think... also helping true i, I mean they it. forgive they forgive kevin every time he does anything that's true and he is being dragged like, me by my ankles to get a lobotomy she did forgive him for that <laughs> She did. That's got to be a button on the soundboard. <laughs> can we make a list? Yeah, we can do it. We can do it in a minute. Let's get. Yeah. But yes, I don't. Okay. Um. Fuck Uncle Frank. We do. Sure. Age and Drake, though. I'm a big fan. I can't. Remember. I kidding. don't know if it wasn't clear. <laughs> um, That's weird. I thought she was kind of like haggish. <laughs> she was on a film. <laughs> Truly one of the only things that's ever gotten me to consider really watching the X-Files. Wow. Was this? Really? Was Is Agent Drake. Oh, don't serious? do it for that. Don't She's not that. in it. I know. <laughs> but it's like, I feel like she's very much based on Gillian Anderson's You're character right. in it. And she was like she, such an yeah. icon. But 
I'm not going to watch all of the X-Files, you guys. I I'm might watch a you, few episodes. I'm just telling you this motivation for it. You might not be satisfied because sure. I don't think you're going to get what you're looking for. Sure. Although we can look up if that woman's been in anything else. I saw she was in I Am Not Okay case. With This. Really? But she didn't look so good. Like she she was in like a weird, they did her hair really weirdly. Huh. Um, she like meant to be a teen in this? Or yeah. Uh, but I liked that show, but it got canceled. Me too. Yeah. I did like that show. Netflix likes canceling things, especially with gay characters. So true. Well, see how it's turning Happy out. Happy Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> she was an F9. You're as kidding. Racer as Racer Chick? Damn. Wow. That's really sad. That's, That's cool. She was in I'm in okay with this and Jenny. She plays like a bully, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Did you guys like this episode? Yes or no? Yeah. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. I realized we didn't say that before we started talking about it. Yeah. I feel like I forgot a lot of it. Just because. From just since I said it? No, just from like. Oh, from last week. Watching it, like my feelings about it. Oh, yeah. Um, Um, I liked, of course, so I'm just like going to say what I liked and not liked it. Okay, yeah. I liked Forsay. The fantastic. I think it's fun. I've really appreciated these episodes because they have people talking to each other that have not previously. Like that was something we talked about last week. Yeah. Also, it's like really. It's been good. It's been like fresh, um, and it makes the ridiculous dialogue like. It's fun. not just like. What does that mean? Sorry. No, I said fun. Oh, okay. Um, like it does make the ridiculous. Like it makes it more like the continuity is there like they're actually all talking to each other and it's not just like like they're in the vacuum um, yeah we had like um tabitha and archie a yeah. lot which we also had episode, in, the, yeah. in the following episode mm-hmm. um we also had like veronica and betty and share archie that was and like but like just a lot of they were all talking to each yeah. other mm-hmm. veronica and jughead getting along Crazy. Just one episode after she said, "My best friends, Archie and Betty." Yeah, and not Jughead. So fun. that was, and then they're like talking and like helping each other, kind of interesting. She doesn't consider my friends. Maybe so, but he looked so cunty when he erased Archie and Reggie's mind. It was, yeah, it really was for like the first time, which is impressive. He's never, <laughs> he's never been cunty. Not once, um, but he succeeded this time. I liked what the hell is a ghost train? Oh, yeah. the hell the is a ghost train? Oh, I was so happy. I was so happy. Um, I think keep me alive. Yeah, Betty's got a lot going on in her life right now. True. That's all I really to say about this. I also think it's interesting that they rebuilt Pops at the El Royale, just like as like a as like a set change. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. Very bold. Sure. That was a big, yeah, because that's obviously like been since the pilot. Like, is yes. pops has been such a big it's thing. The heart of Riverdale. A part of me doesn't love the change just because I feel like um, I like having windows. Like, I like being able <laughs> to like see outside, and I feel like from like so within, when you go there, you're not going to enjoy it as much. I know. I'm saying like <laughs> it's like as a plot device, it makes it so much easier if it's like, oh, these guys are coming, or like, whoa, what's that, or oh, whatever. Like, True. I feel like it's a helpful plot tool. 
And so like to take that away is an interesting decision. That's true. And I, I guess, I, do they still have boxing? <laughs> I mean, they had a boxing sign. Oh yeah. That's true. In the, in the latest episode. I guess, yeah, That's they true. just move the tables out of the way. Yeah. That, I, I have every faith that they will triumphantly return to the original pops though. I cannot yeah. see them just canning this set. I think it's so interesting that they were like like the whole ghost thing how they're like we can't the ghosts are like we can't move pops so that's why we need to help you move pops like right now you know well because they were going to destroy it in the whole world i know but like they were trying to move pops to another place i think it didn't they end up using magic like cheryl and heather ended up using some sort of like I'm trying to remember. I think they did. Well, it's because at first, yeah, the ghosts, I think, couldn't communicate with them at all and didn't know what was going on. Yeah, they got the ghost approval. Yes. Okay. Ghosts gave their thumbs up at Pops. That is funny. I did think that was funny. Also, yeah, fuck Uncle Frank for real. Seriously. Like, I know we already touched on that, but it's really important. He wasn't likable to begin with. I know. I mean, and I mean, Kevin's always been this way, but like, we've, I don't know if you've like ever really liked Kevin. He's just been escaped like a. I thought I, I I've enjoyed him because I thought he was very funny yeah. in the nonsense that he says. But yeah, he's become kind of reprehensible. I agree. In terms of trying, like, just his treatment of Tony and being just so arrogant about it. Ugh. I regarding Uncle Frank, I'm now having a memory. Didn't Archie, didn't he come around? I thought, I thought that he came around at the end of last episode. Because isn't there a scene, or maybe that was when he was trying to trick him. But isn't there a scene it, where he's he like, I've been looking at this picture that you gave me of me and Fred. That's so fucked up. Isn't it? It is. Also, like, invoke your before, dead brother. That was before, that was the scene right before right before he did the like truck thing it's just stupid i don't love how they keep using um frank no oh sorry sorry i keep trying to finish your sentence that's okay like the like every time they bring up frank i'm like let him digress you know for real like at riverdale the writers for real this is not about the show this is about take his fucking name out of your mouth for chris o'shea if you're listening tell your boss (laughs) take his name out of your fucking mouth he died in real life, you guys. It's not funny. And I don't think they're I trying think to, be to be funny. funny but but yeah. Well, no, I don't think it's funny. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop it's not inv- cool. invoking emotion based off this real man's death. Come on. It yeah, no, it's a real it's a yeah. rough decision. Because I think it's been like it's an interesting decision of like when Archie is like my dad raised me to be like this or like my dad would have wanted this Mm -hmm. like that I think is fine because it's a it was a character on the show who he was basically a single dad for like most of Archie's Mm -hmm. adolescence like that I think makes sense but when it's like here's a picture of him and here's us discussing like all this stuff like that what that is like new information that I think feels a little exploitative yeah a lot a lot yeah we also, um, I remember we mentioned, we talked last week before we kept getting cut off, 
about how we were really not feeling Heather and her oh, styling. I think that was like really most of what we talked about. about. <laughs> I got, we can see, you can say it. I got very much. Bella was hateful. <laughs> I was hateful. I was getting kind of homophobic at times. I was just very, true. guys, I'm not. It was Our last episode like, really. She doesn't look gay. She doesn't look gay. I draw the line. Which look. is, yeah. Which is That's not. Like, she could say she looks bad, but she does look thing. really it's bad. Whatever. Gay people look just like people. Like there's no. Yeah. No. Gay that people was, can look bad too. Gay people can look bad too. I just really was so disappointed. Yeah. Because they were building her up so much, and I just find her to be dressed atrociously or like styled atrociously. And we discussed last time how she does look quite a bit like Ms. Grundy mm-hmm. so I think I'm I'm bringing in a lot of my hatred of Ms. Grundy but I just yeah I can't get behind Heather and I don't think they have any chemistry yeah and so then it's like this is not fun to watch and now I'm starting to see kind of some of the hatred that people have had for other relationships on the show <laughs> now you get it yeah because like I felt that way about Varchi, mm-hmm. I really didn't feel like they had chemistry, but there was at least enough like background for each character that I could like kind of see why they were together. But right, Heather's yeah. like this new person, and there's seemingly no like I don't know, it's not in there. Spark, yeah, just a weird I, casting decision. Maybe it's like so deliberately like bad. Maybe it is like really deliberately bad, and she's gonna have like crazy reveal that she's like. That would be. Um, and she'll I'd have, be like, fine with that. Better hair and like more glasses or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she like, you think I dressed this bad on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is weird. It's just like I also really bad. liked last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the when Jughead was in Reggie's mind. And he ripped the page out. That mm-hmm. whole thing. I thought that was really neat. And they, I've it was not the first episode in which they've had him sitting there with his little comic book stack. But I like it each time. Yeah, I think it's clever also because it is very much just like a dark room in terms it's of like, set design. Yeah, like, it's like a black yeah. box theater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I liked it. I like how they do it each time. It's interesting, and it's like low. Like, because it looks like it's in a black box theater. It's not like this huge, like, whoa, this is what this is. And this mind, like, like it's Dr. Strange. Like, <laughs> it's, like, really abstract. Yeah. I feel like that's what it is. It's, it's fun. It's simple. It is simple. But I like it. Do you have any other thoughts on this episode? I know we're struggling to remember. Um. Oh, I just remembering when Betty moves in with Archie. But then throughout the episode, she's having like a lot of chemistry with Jillian Drake. And at one point, Drake is like, so how are things with the boyfriend? Mm -hmm, And just mm -hmm, says it in mm -hmm, such mm -hmm. a like leading way. That is so epic. It is epic. (laughs) It is so leading. Like... What if they responded like it's fine? Like you know what I mean? What if in the season finale they had well, I think she knows that. Like it's leading on purpose. I know. It's I guess it's a shock to me, like how weird it is. Here, that's what I mean. Sorry. 
um, what if this in the season finale, they spend a significant amount of time having a key party and she gets paired up with Drake. And then the next scene, no, she's like, different. thought I was bisexual. Turns out I'm not. <laughs> It'd be so... Because they don't have much time left. They spend a lot of time doing the same thing. I wonder. Did yeah. and Archie even fucking talk to each other in this episode? The one we're talking about now? Oh, in the next one. So Yes. They do. Yeah. Because she was saying there's talking about Charles and everything. Yeah. I literally think I've watched it. Sorry, I don't think you were watching. <laughs> you knew me. No, that's not what I meant. I just meant, like, you didn't miss anything. That's fair. Sorry, it's Something just happened. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on this one? I guess they start to kind of sow the seeds of the both the custody battle getting really heated which comes up in the next episode and they also sow the seeds of a lot of pro-union stuff from mm-hmm. Archie True. Um, which is like the main plot of the next episode so Interesting. Yeah. which was shocking to me the custody battle I'm like really not looking forward to it like at all like I find it you think we'll see it well, just like I'm not enjoying like its escalation. I I find it. I mean, I know it's like Riverdale and like not good or whatever. I haven't been enjoying it at all. But then in the next episode that we're going to talk about, I had different thoughts about it. Really? So we'll see. Okay, that's fair. What would you guys? Or who would your MVP be for the previous for the previous episode? I'm gonna um, claim her. Can I say Jillian Drake? Mm-hmm. Oh man, she was absolutely the highlight of the episode for me, and mm-hmm. I was smiling every time she was on screen, and it was making up for every time Heather was on screen. So it was wow. damn. That's funny. Um, I don't remember anybody like that. Enjoyed in this episode that much. Um, you want Juniper and Dagwood? <laughs> Dagwood for wanting to kill a cat. I think I liked. Yeah. Ben. I think I did enjoy Betty. I don't really remember like every reason why though. Her mom because it's just like I said that when you said the word five. It's like she did. She was good. That's what you I'm going to give it to Jughead for achieving cuntiness and for also, I thought it was cool when he was, he learned how to erase someone's memory. That was sick. sick. And he was forced to fantastic. Love it. What about a rating out of 10? Um, 7.25. Damn it. (laughs) <laughs> that's gonna be my no, too. I don't remember anything else. I jumped in there with this so fast as I could. Um, so it was good. It was. I mean, I liked it for like a lot of the reasons I've been liking episodes recently. Um, and that they've been like really like escalating and like how ridiculous and silly they are. But if but like people are talking to each other and like they're all pretty competent and they all have like a really vested interest in like saving Riverdale or whatever like it's not just like Benny and Archie like working on Riverdale you know um and it's fun 
it's it's a it's a lot of fun. You're not wrong. Well, I am gonna give it seven point five out of ten books called So You Want to Read Minds that Jughead was reading. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love I that. think yeah, I, I remember really liking the episode. Um, I feel like the stuff with the, the ghost train, I don't know what the hell's going on there, but I yeah. just thought it was so funny. Like, all of it was just so absurd and very fun. And I liked the introduction of Julian Drake. I liked that Betty kind of was getting to have a work friend. Side note, today I was watching an episode and Glenn was, uh, sorry, I was watching an episode of the show Psych and Glenn was in it. No way. And uh, uh, Hal was also in it. Wow. wow. Yeah, it was freaking. insane. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but yeah, so I would say, yeah, I enjoyed the episode overall. Nice. I am going to give it 8.5 chime farts out of wow. 10 because I really I know we didn't like I didn't I don't think it shone through as much in, in Sean <laughs> is that how you would say it what, what should I say shine yeah no it's no. not the right word okay. <laughs> I, don't believe you. I don't believe so I don't think Sean is a word though Bella can you weigh in are you disputing Shine Sean versus Shone? That's the same Shone. word. That's what Shone. I'm asking. Is it a pronunciation thing or you're saying the <laughs> word itself is not real? I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad. Um, what were you saying about the episode? I, know, I don't even... I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I was saying I really liked it. <laughs> I really liked it, and it didn't. It didn't shine through. <laughs> it didn't shine through this this time when I was talking about it as much. But I remember last week I was just thrilled. I was loving it. I thought every scene was funny and entertaining and wacky, and I really loved it. Eight and a half chime cards. Nice. All right, and then now on to the next <laughs> two parter. Um. Okay, this week's episode was season six, episode 16, titled Chapter 111, Blue Collar. It was written by James DeWile and Arbella Anderson, and it was directed by Tara Defoe and originally aired on May 29th, 2022. Yeah? Is the name of the who? The director? That was one of the people, that was one of the boxers. Oh, nice. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I Sorry. bet the other one probably was also. Yeah, probably. Interesting. It's funny. I'm glad I read those names out loud. <laughs> That's some fun content for you guys. Some fun trivia that you can't get anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> <Except> River <Riverdance. laughs> That's why the folks yeah. keep coming back. Yeah. For the it's all for the fans. It is. It really is. And we haven't mentioned that in a while, I don't think. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It's all for you. And Chris O'Shea. Chris, Chris O'Slay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Um, so this week's episode, Percival is abusing and exploiting his employees. He's gone back on Chris O'Slay is <laughs> he's gone back on all of his promises and he's exploiting them. 
Dua Lipa or bust, says Cheryl. She's so We'll regular. talk later. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Archie and Tabitha and Cheryl, I guess, partially, are going to try and get the construction crew to unionize and go on strike so the railroad will not be keeping being built and the workers won't be exploited. Um, Veronica and Betty are talking to Jillian Drake about Veronica's venomous qualities. They're kind of just musing, kind of shooting shit, just kind of talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles is at Betty's house. Charles is at Betty's house and he's dying in the prison. <laughs> in the prison. <laughs> he's really sick. <laughs> he's sick. They don't know what it is, but it's fatal. Um, and the prison infirmary is full, so they sent him home so he could uh, so he could die there. Which is crazy. That's a, like it, that just I just processed Maybe I don't... they do that. I don't know. If know, they do so- do that, I'm sure there's they're not just totally at like I would imagine they'd be have like an ankle monitor or something. Like yeah. so. well, does he now have to go back to prison? Or are they just like that's a good question. Maybe. I think they were pretty sure he was gonna die. Yeah. Anyway, it's sorry. That's all right. Um, he's dying. Uh Kevin <laughs> is going through with the custody battle still. Um, Tabitha and Archie go hand out Pop's coffee at the construction site so they can kind of talk to the construction workers about unionizing. Um, Percival looks into Reggie's mind and finds that he did, in fact, have a memory erased. So he figures out that Jughead knows how to erase memories. And he's like, uh oh. Um, but he plays it cool. And, he's, and Reggie's like, when are you going to teach me magic? And he says, you will be a ventriloquist. Meow! And he <laughs> gives him <laughs> gives him a ventriloquist dummy that, by the way, doesn't come back. It's not in the episode. I gives yeah, him, we'll talk about it. He gives him a ventriloquist dummy. He says, "Here's the plan: you have to distract Jughead on stage during his act so that I can pry into his mind. Here's how you're going to do it: you're going to learn ventriloquism in a day." Um. Veronica is going to sell safe absinthe because she's going to distill it through her body to make it not harmful. But like for real absinthe, not like the absinthe they sell at liquor stores. Right. Like dangerous absinthe, but not dangerous because she's going to de-poison it. (laughs) Um, Chick is gone. We learned Charles Chickles broke up, or they didn't really. Chickles has not seen each other since hashtag Chickles wedding, which was one year ago yesterday. Everybody, happy oh. anniversary! <sighs> Cheryl and Heather are looking through records, and they find out about a book called the Maleficarum, the Malleus, the Malleus Maleficarum, and. That's it. There's nothing. Whatever. Who cares? Um, Percival tries to hire Archie, and Archie says, I can't believe you think I could be bought, and he's not having it. Fangs is still considering Tony's proposal. He has not responded yet. Um, What? What? I don't know. (laughs) What do you think this says? Women's faces? Women's faces on the book. The evil book. No, what are no, they? I was thinking, is it about the boxers? 
No. Oh, it's, it says women fiancés because Jughead, um, one of the people he talks to, is a woman person. who's with another woman, and she mentions her fiance. No, it's just I'm just pointing out gay people when why I see them. Why would him. that be gay? Why would why would what do you mean two women being engaged? It is gay. No, but how, I mean how can you tell that it's how can you tell that it's that was her fiance? They weren't hugging her. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. They weren't. They were, they were just. They were. They were just sitting next to each other. I know, but that was the only other person with her. So. Why I if I saw two women next to each other in real life, I wouldn't think they're fiancés. If I saw two women that have been cast to be put in a shot on a TV show, that could, she could have just been there by herself. She was at a table next to this other woman. Jay, I'm gonna be honest. I was kind of assuming that it was just her fiance was a man who was not present. But well, I like where like your mind. I like where your brain's at. Internalized. I think homophobia. it is. And sometimes externalized, as again, as we learned last week. <laughs> I really, I just like I don't think that I'm trying to help you guys. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I think it was vague. Like, I don't think that we're, I don't think the I characters think had just, names. So I don't think we're just a character. I didn't think that they would think that anyone would talk about it on this podcast. If Riverdale <laughs> took Riverdinks and the Riverdinks army into consideration, then I think they'd change a lot of things. True. I said it. Percival <laughs> um, tries to get into Jughead's mind. Fail. He fails. Doesn't work because his door, the Jughead door in Jughead's mind, which has pictures is, of Archie on it, which has pictures of Archie and a head promo headshot of FP, uh, <laughs> a picture of Tabitha, and like other stuff. Everything they could find in there, but he couldn't get through the door. Anyways, oh, I have a question. Was the door, like, the design of the door meant to be a reference to Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? Or was I making that up? Something about the door knocker saying Jughead just really looked like the promo pictures. Oh, I didn't even think of that. But, Although, Cheryl mentioned Wizards of Waverly Place in this episode. Wizards so <laughs> I just said. Um, which, Cole's Press was on in the crossover episode. So, did Jughead watch Wizards on Zach with Dan Montana? Like, did he watch the premiere? Anyways. Um, and he said, that's so weird. Not only is there one of me, but there's two of me. In this show. <laughs> Just like my cousin Soupid. Um, anyways, they need Jughead's beanie as a totem to be able to get through the door in his mind. Archie is unionizing people successfully. Cheryl uses an invisibility spell to get through Percival's shop to try and get the evil book. Um, And also Alice tries to suffocate Charles in his sleep, but Betty stops her. Um, Very dramatic. Delicious acting. Delicious acting. A whole meal. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Reggie brings a bunch of Jughead's old stuff that he part some of which he dug up from the time capsule uh, to Percival things like his clothes and his beanie and pictures and stuff um, picture of him and Jellybean even uh, one of the construction workers lost a foot in the construction and it's implied that very heavily that Percival was responsible and he blackmails Archie he's like I sure wouldn't want any more workers to get hurt um, 
Percival dresses up as Jughead. He does an incredible Jughead cosplay on Chris O'Shea, Chris O'Slay's Instagram account. He did dub the character Pughead, which I think is fun. Um, and he uses a newspaper to lodge open the door to Jughead's mind. So now Jughead is reading everyone's thoughts all the time and he's freaking out and he can't stop it. Uh, Kevin has stolen Anthony's pacifier, baby Anthony's pacifier. And so Tony beats the shit out of him and Moose does fucking nothing about it. Um, Veronica tries to purify Charles's poisonous blood and it works off screen but it works i'm kind of glad they didn't show it well yeah <laughs> i think it's funny though <laughs> um fang says he will marry tony right after she beats the shit out of kevin uh percival is gonna kill baby anthony because he is baby anthony is riverdale's hope or whatever he says you like future <laughs> um and also charles now that he's fine i guess says he's going to help betty find tbk he's like i have an idea uh jughead is hidden away in the sex bunker because he's trying to stop he's trying to go somewhere where he isn't hearing everyone's thoughts all the time and then also when he's in the bunker he starts hearing things that we the viewer recognize as things from Rivervale and he's also hearing the typewriter type in the end Riverdale title card flashes between saying Riverdale and Rivervale a few times and that's the episode did you guys like it yes or no very much so I did me as well incredible incredible stuff well let's talk about it thank you for the for the recap by the way that was very helpful you're welcome it was also helpful for me. I literally, <laughs> I'd already moved back to the other episode. Yeah. I forgot. Um, we're just and, so committed to our craft. And the promotional clip for next episode. Yeah, we can't wait to talk about that. Veronica asks Betty if she's hot for you to drink. And Betty gives like a little rascal smile. Like a little <laughs> kind of like, mm, I don't know. Like... So we know. Dua Lipa or bust, says Cheryl. So <laughs> Which Dua Lipa song would you have Cheryl do? She did dance to her in a club. Yeah. Speaking of, so she's listening to Dua Lipa music seven years in the future. Julie was on her like fifth album. Well, it takes place in 2022. It does. Yeah, they've said that. So but also, seven last... years ago was 2021. Still, really? like, it's a, they've said the current date before and after the time jump. It's really funny. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just caught up on if I could choose to do a current Julie song in the past. Yeah, because the the timeline is not accurate. Right. Okay. Anyway. I would have her do. I would have her do one kiss and she could do the dance. Anyways, a lot of union talk. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of it. Union talk. I enjoyed it, and it was like good. Archie having some excellent, pragmatic things to say. And the union organizing skills too. Yeah, 
and reading a book at one point never been seen not once for real and ali said what what the hell book is he reading or whatever he said you're like what book could it possibly be? yeah <laughs> um and also i was so happy to see charles so crushed to hear the news about his husband um but that was funny to me i did i did enjoy that he just showed up mm-hmm. and all the stuff that betty had to say about it when she was like i or he, he was like i need to move on from my past I need to, or she, I can't remember if she said better, if he said better. They were talking to each other. She was sister. Yeah, that was great. I liked her interactions with them. They were better than previously. Me too. Um, and it was interesting to bring it back. Yeah, especially given all the, it's very timely, all yeah. the stuff she's been dealing with. But it was also interesting like it gave me a little bit of hope I think for the way because like we've talked you know for hours on it about the how they do Betty and her and her evil her evil instincts mm-hmm. um but to me and I know they just like it's like one step forward three steps back and also oh that's an Olivia Rodrigo song I'm um, just thinking about was, <laughs> I realized I was like oh that's not the phrase where did I get that um but uh which samples new year's day by taylor swift um and it, yeah it does it's the same piano uh like riff anyways um yeah so the, it's a lot of like they go back and forth on like oh she's so evil and now she's not fine now she's so evil or whatever it's like weird but this to me gave me some hope for like how they're handling it because I felt like it was like some compassionate feeling about like what's going on and like some healing perhaps Mm -hmm. and not just like either she is evil or she is not evil it's like I really like that too yeah definitely yeah I liked kind of the I think separating Charles from Chick, like R.I.P. Chickles, but like I do like him kind of being alone. I thought that it made Mm -hmm. it easier for them to have like an actual conversation. And by making him terminally ill, it made them like it made him more like um, vulnerable Mm -hmm. and less of a threat. Like they were able to have a real conversation. Sorry? Unless it's just like a scary villain that's just here to and they didn't have like yeah and they didn't have to think like like what's his motive like is he trying to trick us or whatever like yeah i did i feel like i didn't love some of the stuff that they were saying about like that oh it's he's sick because he's being punished for being a bad person i was just like Maybe they could have thought about the, the, like, that really messaging cool. for like two more seconds. Like, just like as someone point. with a disability, just hearing stuff like that is like, okay, maybe not the best. And like, I know that's not what they were trying to say, but it was still just like correlation versus causation. Right, right. I was like, I think Betty's being misled here. That was just my opinion. <laughs> that was just my opinion. Um, I was like, this is some flawed thinking on the part of Betty, and this is not how other people think. I kept thinking they were gonna like figure it out, and it was, or someone was gonna go like Betty. It's clearly not that. 
right. But they, then they, they really did it. <laughs> they really didn't do that. They really did it straight. Yeah. They were like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he is dying from all the evil in him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that, was, that was weird. Yeah, I kept waiting for them to like figure it out. And then, nope. But Veronica fixed it, so. Yeah, I was thinking about that of like, does Veronica then have the ability to cure a bunch of terminally ill people and now she just won't and well, instead so, she's I mean, gonna that's make that's on par for her cure yeah right no i know i'm just saying like i think it's so wild that we're supposed to root for someone who finds out that she has this power and instead of trying to cure people she's making absinthe that she can sell to a mass market I'm actually cheering her on for this because I think it's funny. I do think it's funny. I do think it's funny. I mean, to be fair, like, if you were really sick and some person you never met who had a really criminal father was like, if you put your, if you transfuse all of your blood into me, it will cure you. (laughs) I'd imagine if someone's terminally ill, they're probably down. Depending on the person. (laughs) That's a good point of like it might seem a little sketch. Like if you because trying to explain like, listen I have the blood of a spider and if you can just like, yeah, no that's fair. It just, yeah. I know what you mean. That is on par though. This is like the hundredth time Veronica has had every possible means to fix the situation and doesn't. I mean, she did in this situation, though. It's not like they just had Charles here and die. Like they, well, that's because the Veronica endgame's back on, right? Veronica, ever we're popping the biggest bottles. <laughs> Veronica. Like Veronica happens in a year. <laughs> Do you know about that? <laughs> about we are popping the biggest bottles. It was right before. It's a famous like post on the internet. On Tumblr. On oh, sorry, on Tumblr. Um, um, where it was right before the Legend of Korra finale, and people said we'll be popping the biggest bottles when Makora happens tomorrow, which is, which is Mako and Korra, and then it didn't. <laughs> and Instead, she was yay. She's like literally, she was literally yay in it. What it said, which was awesome. Anyways, so we, we are popping the biggest. Bottles. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking possible right now. Like when we get to that whale. Yeah, I'm actually, do you guys want to talk about kind of where, where do you think the different relationships are heading? Shoni Endgame, Veronica Endgame, Georgie. I really can't imagine, like, do you think about Agent Drake? Like, I think they definitely are going to take it somewhere, but I can't imagine, like, how are they really so confident in imploding Archie? Like right when they've established that they like love each other so much and love each other, etc. Like, do you think it's gonna be like she cheats on Archie? I don't think they would do that. I don't know. I feel like they have a good amount of communication in their relationship compared to like Varchi. True. So I feel like that is less likely. Like, I feel like she if she realized that she was bi, I feel like it would be a conversation that they could have. True. I don't know that that would be as interesting TV. Like, I think they might not choose to go that way. But just, like, 
I feel like it's possible that they could. I don't know though if if they would like take a break or something. Maybe they'll just kiss and she'll be like, "Ew." She goes, "No, maybe she's just like, wait, I'm in a relationship." Thank you for that. And then, and then, <laughs> thank, then thank you. But then Asian Drake like disappears, like it's over. And then like Tracy Keller so stabs her, just like with just like with Joaquin. Do you that think, would be kind of fun? Well, because okay, I think for a long time. <laughs> Sorry, was well, <laughs> a crazy face <laughs> and said stabs her. <laughs> so, yeah. For a long time, I've thought that it was going to be either ending with Bughead and Barchi or Barchi and Bughead. <laughs> Barchi, I guess, I don't know who Veronica would be with. And then Jughead and Tab. Like, I, I guess I just haven't known which way they were going to go. Mm-hmm. But now I do I'm think Jack and Tabitha will end up together actually that's what I was going to ask so yeah you think well especially because of their real life breakup I guess they're probably not like Bughead Endgame is out the window anyway although they made them like make out on the show post breakup yeah. mm-hmm. several times god say a little prayer for Lily Reinhardt Lily Fats hits Reinhardt she's such a pro though she can handle it She's a fucking pro. She's in Hustlers. She was in Hustlers. That's okay. On the soundboard, we will have the sound. We will have each of us as a separate button saying she was in Hustlers because every time one of us says it, someone else then immediately (laughs) says it also. So we can just press all the buttons in our room. The way this is like so doable, we just like record ourselves. We just have a soundboard. Well, we could like. Like buy one? No. Like, there like are apps. Digital. Yeah, like, or just or like, like <gasps> yeah. Should we, we make could literally just like like the re- get the recordings on our computer and play them? I feel like it would be such ass, and it would also like like right. sound quality wise. Like the- I mean, yeah, you don't want to just play it out of your phone speaker. Yeah, but there's a way to have it. I think like you would maybe be screen sharing it. Yeah, you could screen share it and then. Use- the audio for it. You could just save it as an MP3 file. I know I could have a folder and just. I know I could. She was in Hustlers. She was in Hustlers. She was in I know I could put the audio files like into the recording. I just don't know. That's not what I mean. I know. I'm saying I don't know how to do it. We will explore it for when we're going back to season one. We can so playing true. With- so yeah. true. Okay, actually, that's what we gotta do. I really we were talking mid-episode about how we were like, oh, it's crazy, or it's it's interesting how they're making Heather and Cheryl have no chemistry on purpose. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, they're like, oh, I have such feelings for you. Like, yeah, I was making excuses like to so that we could spend more time together. I was like, why? Like it seems why? like she wanted to be anywhere but with heather yeah i just guys i'm not feeling i'm not on the heather train i just don't 
I'm just they're serving what is the (laughs) they're giving us they're forcing us poison but withholding your medicine (laughs) and the poison is Heather Heather and um, Cheryl and the medicine is Cheryl (laughs) I'm gonna find this picture I'm really sorry I still think that I'm still gonna give them the benefit of the doubt that we are not necessarily supposed to be rooting for it. Like maybe it's like four-dimensional chess. Like it's like they're like they're really setting it up so that we're being fooled into thinking like surely it's not this relationship. Sure, they have okay. no chemistry. And then the characters themselves realize the same. Have you guys seen any tweets or anything about Heather? I no. haven't really. I see like a ton of hate. Okay. Like I follow. You're kidding. I, well, I, I see Riverdale spoilers every single Sunday because I follow a lot of people that watch it and like they think that Heather's like. like do you I'd think? be like interested. They really don't like, <laughs> like they really don't like me. I'd be interested to get. Uh, I'm not going to say their name, but the person from our college who's mm-hmm. like watching oh, yeah. I'd be interested to get their take on it yeah I feel like you've yeah. said name on this before I'm yeah sure. I'd I'm be sorry. interested to get Hannah's take on it yeah if you're listening a real please, one no. please Hannah's one of the few people whose opinions on Riverdale I'm like okay like yeah, yeah. she gets it she gets it it's true and the list is like like I can count on my fingers yeah. the people that I would trust trust to discuss Riverdale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um only Heather. Tony, 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 Tony. I like the evil book. Sorry, before we get to Tony, I like the evil book that they stole. It's like the, prop design. Yeah. yeah. Um I like that Cheryl was fucking like invisible. That was thing. cool. Um also in the movie series Evil Dead there's like books with like this like skin face on it I know I'm sorry guys I'm sorry ew I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it's somebody's face on the boat cover the skin face is such a disturbing <laughs> concept it's true supposed to <laughs> um um yeah, beat the shit really? out of Kevin I with think brass knots on. I saw people on Twitter her. saying this. It seems like not in character for Tony though at all. She was it, just talking to fans about the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like I, not the type of person to like do that. I don't know. It's also like it is like really fucked up what Kevin did. I'm not saying like, but bad, kind but. of. But like, I didn't it's think slimy. it was. It's yeah, slimy. it's slimy and it's like manipulative. But I didn't think that it was like, oh, he deserves to go down compared to a lot of the other stuff he's been doing. Yeah, to right. try and steal this baby. She's like, he crossed the line. It's like, I think he already did. You know, it's yeah. not like he broke in. Like he, I don't. Was I mean, kind I mean, of he was did. not in their house. Like, he, he was, was like. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt a little weird. Um, yeah, it's not like he like did anything to like endanger the baby or anything. 
thing. Like, I, like I understand her being upset, but like what you're saying, like where he is, why is this what what tipped it over? Yeah, <laughs> and the brass knuckles. Like, God, and Moose not maybe Moose doesn't like him either. He's not give a shit. He watched him be punched over and over again. He's like two times Tony's size. Two times. <laughs> I feel like Moose recognizes that Kevin is in the wrong. <laughs> really? And he's just on I a f- date with him for what reason? I mean, like, I feel like he recognizes that within the custody battle context, mm. he understands that, like, no, Tony should be, like, if anyone should be the sole caregiver, it should be Tony. Kevin mm. should not have a child. True. Like, mm-hmm. just generally, like, it, it doesn't make sense. And so I feel like it's more because that's kind of what he says says in this episode of like you're really willing to like ruin these friendships and everything just mm-hmm. because like I think he recognizes that he's wrong mm-hmm. so I feel like that's part of why he wasn't like hey back off of him hey whatever like I think he sees like that's really like that was kind of fucked up or like yeah that was problematic just hitting him hard I didn't realize she had brass knuckles on <laughs> when he yeah. was hitting him that does kind of make it yeah that escalates it yeah, like that's not oh, that's unlike her and my expert. She's never done that when you guys hang out. <laughs> it's fine. I but I am. I just doesn't seem like. Her. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to apologize. I just I doesn't. I don't think it. It's. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. And also, yeah. I did think it was so dickish and extremely funny when they were at the construction site. And he was sitting four feet from Fangs when he's in a custody battle against. And he was going, look at this baby. He's like, <laughs> this he gets us gets it from me. Yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. Fangs was wow. right there. <laughs> and when he says he's like, you're not his father, like, stop saying that. He looks so shocked. I he's know. Like, Why you is and he- Percival said it or Fangs? No, I'm sorry, when Fangs says to Kevin, like, you're not his father, so stop saying that, whatever. Mm -hmm. He's just like, but then, yeah, also when he does, when Percival reveals at the end, like, you're not Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. his biological father. Mm -hmm. And he's like, how, he's like, how do you know this? And he goes, I know things. I thought that was true, though. He does. I loved at one point when, Reggie in the middle of a conversation about having his like mind or his memory taken. Reggie just goes, Hey, you said you were gonna teach me magic. When is that gonna happen? I just loved that kind of transition of just I like mm-hmm. Yeah. And I loved it of like almost as a callback for the viewers of like, hey, what happened to that plot line where you were gonna teach me magic mm-hmm. two yeah, episodes yeah, yeah. ago? And then the magic is ventriloquism. Incredible. Exactly. Incredible. Took my breath away. Love the ventriloquism. And no it's reason. literally just to distract him. I also loved when he's like, when Percival isn't able to get into his mind palace or whatever. And so he's like, I'm going to have to go in disguise. I'm going to have to be completely unrecognizable. And then it's literally just he puts on Jughead's beanie and serpent jacket. He did look like him, though. Kind of. 
I thought he did. I thought he looked like a model, like a. What too? Yeah. Chris O'Slay. I did a standing ovation to Chris (laughs) O'Slay for his one. I could not get enough bouncing up and down while, like he did his little Jughead cosplay. I thought that was wonderful. It was cool. Like somehow, like I thought it was kind of cool. The whole thing where he like genuinely like hurt Jughead. Like for real, he got him. He got him. Like, how was he gonna fix that? Yeah, yeah and Jughead was like freaking out, and he like, like he found out that they he that they had kind of an advantage. And he took him down. I don't know. I was appreciating it at on an antagonist level, but mm-hmm. also on the level of they got that cool shot of him walking towards the Jughead door while he was all dressed up Jughead. They got us funny. too. I thought that was Jughead. Yeah, really good. Because it was a good costume. I loved it though. I loved that whole thing. I really loved the little jughead house. Little jughead mind house place. Anyways, what were you saying earlier? The custody battle thing. And I was saying I felt differently about it. This it's episode. just like, this is me. I don't know. Like, I guess it just, it sucks to see Tony hurting with this. That's yes, true. You know. And prior to this episode, I, felt the same way where I was like whenever they bring up the custody battle it's like all right all right all right like (laughs) very Matthew McConaughey all right all right all right exactly I felt just like Matthew McConaughey while when he watches Riverdale um no but what I mean is like I was not interested in it really at all and I was like uh this is so unrelated to kind of everything that's going on Mm -hmm. but now that they're actually like pulling it in a little bit you can't quite see the exact connection that Percival is making where he's like I have to kill this baby but I liked that it was like relevant it actually made me like want like care about that plot line because now I think he's gonna do something to be greatly involved yeah I guess for me it's more just like I don't it sucks that like Tony's support system is like <laughs> and Kevin is just so reprehensible I guess I'm really becoming not a fan of fangs me too like i don't like what they're doing with his character of becoming like being very like a lot of toxic masculinity very like spineless also yeah yeah simultaneously like caving to percival but then also being like really overly proud in other areas of his life and just not communicating with tony not being whatever it just it's it's been bothering me the past few episodes yeah i'm just like immediately like just like not like in the union plot line it just pisses me off like his betrayal to like tony and like archie his friend it's just like oh it's just another dude on the crew you know yeah yeah i did think it was really funny when he was like, it's time for us to induct baby Anthony into being a Because <laughs> I was saying to Addy, I was like, are they going to make him walk down the thing where they all punch him over and over and over and again? Have people sing out tonight from Rent. They're going to sing out tonight. They're going to do it again. They do it, but like Fangs and Tony have to hold him. And so they're just being punched. Probably gonna make up some new rule. They're gonna go the serp one FP will come in via video chat and go like one thing about a snake. 
baby Anthony. He starts very small. <laughs> what <laughs> <Like> baby? <laughs> you are. <laughs> Sorry. What do you guys think uh, his serpent name is going to be? Um, I think it's going to be something just like, what is that? Like, rattle! Because he's a baby. <laughs> and it's a, like rattlesnake. Like, what is the serpent name? <laughs> Okay, I like it. I think it's like fangs and sweet pea. Like those aren't their legal names. Oh, right. That totally didn't connect to me. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I mean, they do all have and Jughead instead of Forsyth. So it's just a nickname. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. Although, yeah, I guess Jughead is just a, a weird nickname. I don't know that that's a... It could name. be, though. Clearly, you can be inducted as a baby. Yeah. So maybe they did pick but it. But don't we see him get inducted? Yeah, we do. That's true, actually. So he was Jughead prior to being a serpent. Yeah, that's true. Was. I forgot he wasn't always a serpent. We'll be re-watching season yeah, one. Yeah, I'll see all the drama all over again. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe when Archie was like, your dad's a serpent. That was crazy. I didn't even realize it's Snowball, which, which is so sad. They don't even realize? They don't even realize that that's a renowned actor. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, what would you guys, who would your MVP be for this episode? I think I'm gonna pick Percy because I was just loving it. I know part of it, part of it might be that dear listener Chris O'Slay himself liked my tweet that read simply Chris O'Slay, but <laughs> but he did like it. So I think we're gonna like get him on the podcast probably like maybe next, next week. week, maybe next maybe week. Here. Yeah, he's talking to. He was doing like a the my comment actually the the liked tweet yeah. was in reply to he was talking on like instagram live to like uh, to like the riverdale like account like being interviewed or something mm-hmm. so if he's doing that like i don't know why he wouldn't do this yeah no, he he's clearly desperate that was a joke wow. chris chris that was a joke it's chris, not true i chris when i looked you up on celebrity birthdays it said he has had one relationship and it kept saying that over and over again but it wouldn't say who it was who, would, who did you date these are the kind of compelling questions we'll ask you, when you In our <laughs> what is the name of your ex what's your ex's name and address can you let us know please um
she's just fun. I think like her knowledge base is fun. She's like a good addition. She's like at least work friend. Um, and girlfriend. And future girlfriend. Crazy, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm going to give it to Cheryl because I liked her using the invisibility spell or whatever to kind of sneak in and grab the tome. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I like that she was kind of actively working through the whole episode. She was working on like trying to defeat Percival. Like she was very on track, like even uh well I guess or at least help the characters so like either help to keep first full help Veronica with her absinthe business like help, right. helping with all this stuff um I still don't get the Heather thing but maybe I will eventually she had some good one-liners too yeah yeah um uh one line that was from Percival that made me laugh out loud was when he says to Reggie you will deliver the beanie unto me. I <laughs> thought <laughs> that was really great. It's funny. Yeah. What would you guys give this episode out of 10? I can't even I would give it nine ventriloquist Ooh. dummies that look just like Reggie out of 10. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. It was very good. It mm -hmm. kept me entertained the whole time. Literally at one point I was like, I think ads are turned off on this episode because we've gone so long without any ads and we were in the first five minutes of the episode <laughs> and it was just, there had been none, but I was like so enriched so by the whole, by everything. Like, I just really enjoyed it. Can't get enough. Percival slaying. Um, lots of plot lines. Lots of everyone talking to each other. Powers in full bloom. Jughead mind. Mind palace thing. I love it. It was all good. Loved it. Um, I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 mind doors. Um, because I also really liked it. Maybe not like it's, I, I can't recall the last like eight out of ten episode I rated, you know. Um, and it's like hard to compare it to, but I, I liked it more than the previous episodes. Um, I think it's seven point seven five, something in there. <laughs> well, you um, need to pick one for the spreadsheet, it. right? I'll pick seven. I'll pick eight. Why not? Why not? I'm gonna go crazy. But um, I. Yeah, I really, really liked it. I was in it the whole time, and I liked whatever it was doing, except maybe um, like her writing. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give it, I think, eight out of ten paternity tests nice. using a pacifier. Nice. I feel like. I did like it a lot and I liked a lot of kind of where they're going with things. I think for a while, a lot of the stuff with Percival was feeling very, I don't know, kind of abstract or like I was having trouble kind of following some of it, but I liked that this was a little bit clearer of like, okay, he's exploiting workers. Okay, he's mm -hmm. like 
threatening to hurt said workers if Archie doesn't back. Like it was clearer kind of what he was doing. And I liked kind of his breaking into Jughead's mind. I thought that was really cool. And I really liked the whole thing with Jughead then being unable to block out all the sounds and everything. I thought that was really interesting. Um, so yeah, I liked it and I'm excited. I liked the return of Charles and I didn't love a lot of the custody battle stuff, but I think it's in good, like interesting foreshadowing for what is to come. Um, and I mean, I love Jillian Drake. So anytime Sorry. she's there, I'm excited for next episode. Speaking of the musical episode predictions, um, I think the music will be not amazing. Because <gasps> you listened to the music and you said the musical wasn't good. It wasn't. I'm sorry, yes, if you're listening. And it's not like, I'm so I sorry. Mean, Heather's has like some really good vibes. So it's, it's true. Um, this one, I didn't feel the same way. I'm, yeah, it's not very good. Um, I am excited to see them perform them though. Sure. Can't get enough of a musical episode. Love them. I hope that they at least, because in the description for the episode, it said like they perform numbers from American Psycho Musical for like the, the convention or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's, and Allie showed me a picture of a bunch of the girlies on the stage, like seemingly performing. Mm -hmm. And so I hope they, I hope they're somehow integrated in some way. Cause it's always more fun to me in the musical episodes versus like, I was going to say with Hedwig, cause they were doing the showcase, but they actually did integrate the song still in that one. Mm -hmm. Lest we forget Betty and Jack had yelling at each other in the bunker, <clears throat> but, um, and origin of love, of course. But anyways, all this to say, I hope they integrate the song somewhat and it's not just like episode grinds to a halt, musical number, back to episode. Right. Like I hope they're like, which I, I trust. That they will. It'll probably be like a montage or like, or not, but like, yeah, where it's cutting right. back and forth. I hope so. Mm -hmm. I think that um, maybe, maybe Betty and Julian will kiss, like at the end. I hope so. I'm so excited. I hope so. Is this, is it the finale? Or the it's the second to last. The finale is the following week. Although, by the way, this episode is not next week. They're, they have a week off. It's the following week. Gotcha. So, watch out. Any other predictions? Um, I'm really excited for the serial killer prediction. I think it would be really, really good. You think you might see a familiar face? Or no, a I definitely don't think so because they don't have the rights to anything. You don't think they'll even mention things? Um, I think they'll mention Nightmare on Elm Street because they mention that one all the time. I think they could mention uh, Scream because they they had Skeet Ulrich on this that's, show. That's why I don't think they can. So but they had the whole Scream montage like scene in that one season. It was just a, it was a homage, and they didn't say. That. I think they could fit homage into this episode. Well, an homage. Well, so well, I was saying like, I don't think they're gonna have the patented like no not that's ghost face I mean. tm that's like, what i mean oh, i don't gosh. think that they're gonna have that i think maybe they'll have some like i hope they do because that would be fun for horror fans out there 
if they have although it's meant to be a serial killer convention i guess not a horror convention yeah which is (laughs) a little weirder well yeah i don't mean like immediately well i can realize it is about like killing some serial which is weird but um i predict that there will be some kind of cool unmasking scene where there's like a person in like a tvk mask or something and she's like it's him it's him or whatever and then it's not and then later yeah. there's someone in a mask and she's like fuck off and, but it is him it's like like something like that so yeah. Kind of, oh, yeah, it's i wanna i'm ex- i'm most excited for the serial killer because i'm like what are the serial killers that are in the revealed yes it's like they're gonna be like whoa i'm such a fan of, and it's like you know what i mean I'm such a yeah. fan of why you wrote it <laughs> in it. but um i'm just ex- like what is that gonna be you know yeah totally well excited to see it until then Allie, can we get that famous sign off please see you later thanks cool.